What is happening, Ronan? How you doing? I made it. Okay. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, man, and especially what just happened this re- uh, recently. So it's gonna be nuts, man. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of lot of news. It was a pretty good job yeah. this week, so. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. So we go get right into it. So welcome everyone to the newest and youngest Destiny podcast on the net. Well, today I would call it a Destiny podcast, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you tuned in to the Last City Radio. Uh, I'm your host and my co-host Ronan Five Hundred Three, and we got a lot to talk about today. So we are going to get right to it. But first. How's things been going in the Destiny world, Ronan? What you been grinding for? Man, you know what I've been grinding for. I'm sitting here looking at these, like, ten heroic strikes. I mean, uh, public events that I still have to go do on Nessus that, Ooh, I just, that I just stare at. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. And then it's like, <laughs> I ran, like, three strikes yesterday to get, like, five out of my ten. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't feel like running strikes right now. I did all the easy stuff that I felt like doing, and now I'm like, oh, man, okay. I got a month, but I still got two other characters to do. I don't know if I'm going to get it on all three. I might go for, like, two of them. Maybe my Titan and my Warlock. I don't know. Poor Hunter might just get left behind for a while. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I I definitely agree with you because I've been um, trying to grind my, uh, tit- my Hunter out. I'm trying to get his... Um, it's been a rough. What I fit, what I kind of figured it out is this, especially when it comes to the blue set. So just do one piece a day, and it when you do it that way, it doesn't seem as much. You know what I mean? Instead of looking at all those blues and like, oh man, and then you get a, you're just stressed out over it. So I just do one piece a day, and then uh. Once you start to do that, you notice how quick you actually get it done. Yeah, and also when you don't pay attention to all the YouTube videos that you've watched, it tells you exactly like the best ways to do everything, and you get done running through like a like a strike or gambit match or whatever, and you're like, okay, man, yeah. I was generating orbs left and right. And then you look and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot that those are supposed to be void orbs, and I'm here making solar orbs the whole time. You big dummy, pay attention to what you're. <laughs> Yeah, man, I was stressed out when uh, I seen the Ten Heroic. The Ten Heroic is not bad if you go to Nessus, but it's just like, um, it's like, oh, man, I got to do Ten Heroic Strikes. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the, the scarring of uh, Heroic Strikes in the Dreaming City, getting people to try to pop them off. Because, you know, the rest of them aren't that bad to, to actually activate. It's just all the scarring and trauma left over from trying to get all these blueberries to like set them off in the dreaming city. And it's like, no, shoot the big thing in the sky after you jump through the. Never mind. Just kill the boss. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, it's 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 nuts, man. Yeah, but the ten heroic strikes. I remember with the green one doing all those ten of strikes for the playlist was rough. I did that first. Like, it took me some time to finish that. Yeah, I think I saw you in there one day. I saw that he was in there. I was like, look at him. What's he doing? Strikes, 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 strikes. It was like all day long, strikes, strikes, yeah. strikes. 
it's cool <laughs> if you can get like like uh you know like will the thousands popped up it would like snap right through that thing and then something else will pop up and it takes like 20 minutes to do it and i'm just like come yeah. on i got at least about two um uh cursible cyber strikes that i was like uh why yeah those <laughs> are the worst yeah it, i'll that make was, it through uh, though. that was rough I'm just waiting for it to pop off once everybody starts. You're going to know when everybody starts getting to the ready to hit the where they get their legendary stuff when we see the clan chat start uh, popping off with everybody like need help with 200k nightfall. Mm-hmm. Just, that's how we're going to know the benchmark has been reached. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of the guys grinding. Yeah, a lot of the guys are grinding for it and uh, they're taking it day by day. Yeah, it's I'll probably jump not- on here in a little bit and go for it. I'm watching myself AFK a Forge right now. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, man, it's it's definitely been rough. So, the first topic I definitely want us to get into, which is the big one. So, Shadowkeep and New Light will be delayed till October 1st. What do you think about that, man? Uh, it's, it's like a couple days of processing, actually. I'm kind of like, I mean, from like when we talked about it last time, how like you just couldn't wait, couldn't, I, I can't even stand to play the game right now because I'm so excited for the 17th, right? I just can't wait for it to get here to have new areas and among other things, a brand new, uh, title screen to look at finally, because we've been yeah. looking at the purple forever one, forsaken one forever. And I'm just ready for like a new one to be up there all the time. Cause that's always like a cool, exciting moment at least for me. And, uh, I mean, it's cool, I guess. I mean, it is what it is. Like, like you hear people say, and it's, it's, it's going to be good that, that they're going to polish it and be able to like, give us something that's not like half baked or feels like they got forced to put it out the door beforehand. And it's only two weeks. That's not that big of a deal. So I've kind of been slightly bummed about it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, that's cool. It takes some of the pressure off of some of these other games coming out in September and being able to like mess around in Borderlands for a little bit or whatever else before the game actually comes out. And, you know, October is like a damage that it's a good spooky month to release that. So, yeah, true, true. Yeah. And, you know, I'll I'll add to that, you know, for me personally, I was like, man, I took off those two days. Now I gotta change my schedule, and I think a lot of other people. I think they're mainly they they are mad about that too, because they're like, "Oh man, I put in this week so I can grind," you know, yeah. when it come out, and then they get this news, and they're like, ah, "Now I gotta switch it over." Uh, I think that causes some confusion. Like they were saying on the the little article, you know, they know a lot of people took off work for this, you know, and. It, people are probably gonna be upset about that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it goes from job to job. I mean, at least I know, like where I work at, had I put in vacation days for it, I would be able to go in and be like, oh, "Hey, listen, I don't want to take those vacation days now." You might not be able to take them on October first. I guess that's the part that's not guaranteed. But you know, at least they did announce it far enough. I think in advance, a month and a half out, still to uh, hopefully people can rearrange stuff a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, you know what, I'm fine with it because I want to have some, I want to make sure that uh, I want our, uh, Shadowkeep to be able to be uh, the best that it can be, the best DLC content that it can be 
I don't want it to be rushed. I don't want certain things to just not um, work in the game. I want everything to be polished and flushed out the way it's supposed to be. So I'm definitely fine with that. If they need more time for the cooking oven, I'm definitely fine with that. Take your time. Make sure it's, it's right. Yeah, and the best part about it for me, though, is hearing that the raid race is going to start on a Saturday instead of a flipping Tuesday. Yes, and now that gives us time to be able to jump in there and like, okay, let's all get in there, clan. Because now it, mostly everyone's off on a weekend. You know, that's good. That's really good. Now you can jump in and beat up can jump in. Yeah, because you know, remember when uh, the last one came out, it was like, Starting on a Tuesday, we were all talking about it, and it was like, "Yeah, I guess I can do it till like you know ten or eleven. But you know, you're not going to get halfway through a raid by ten or eleven the first day it comes out, especially yeah. as late as it, as late in the day as it was launching anyway. And it was like, it was like, so there's no worse feeling in the world than knowing that you want to try something out. You know, you're going to be tired anyway to start with. Oh yeah, so you're not going to be at your peak and just have to bail on the team. Like, oh, sorry guys, got to go find some other people. You know, exactly. And then the, the the good thing about it, they're still going to do the contest modifier, which is good. So once we hit like a cap, that's uh, not like the initial cap, but, you know, the starting cap um, will be fine because of the contest modifier, which will give us an advantage, give everyone an advantage to be able to play the rating, get in there and do it. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited about it, to be honest. Yeah, me too, man. You know me, Ray Fanatic. There you are. (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm excited about that. I really like how they gave us feedback. You know, you've noticed that Bungie has been more open and more, um, they're more open about what's going on in the game. They're, They're always trying to give us feedback and everything that's going on so that way they can... They don't want the community to feel worried or feel like, oh, yeah, you guys are not being uh, vocal about certain things. I like how they're making sure they're vocal about what they're saying. Certain things is happening. And uh, that that sounds really good. And they're giving us compensation for this, you know, that we're going to get into in just a moment. So I really like the response. Yeah, you know, they're still not keeping some people happy, though, because I sat there and I read it. And they're like, and then uh, we'll have more details next week. I'm like, but you know now. Tell me now. And I know that's not fair to them, but my inner uh, fanboy is just like, no, tell me now. What do you got to say? Don't hold it for a week. Don't make me wait another seven days for this. Exactly. I think they were saying something about the uh, state of the game they're going to do. That's going to be Yeah, Luke Smith said he's going to have a pretty lengthy one, so I'm looking forward to reading all that. Yeah, me too. I, I really want to see um, the the thought process behind, you know, how they landed to Destiny to how they uh, launched it and going forward through all the things that they had to do to try to make sure this game is what it is right now. You know, and it, it's going to be interesting to see how they say, okay, from Forsaken on to the annual passes, how we've been trying to uh, make sure we implement certain things. Uh, we know the community didn't like certain things going in, especially with Black Armory, and then it, you notice it started to get better over time. So I definitely want to see um, that going into, okay, uh, look at how the game is going to change in Shadowkeep 
this is all we've got. Because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in Shadow Keep that they haven't talked about that we got to find out for ourselves. I mean, they've pretty much hinted at that much in the last couple of posts they did. They're like, we know he pushed it back, but the, the way they were phrasing it, we're like, but we have a lot of stuff to go even before Shadow Keep. Even, I think, with the rest of the season of Opulence, I don't think we've, you know, I guarantee we haven't seen everything that this season has to offer. All the all the big marquee menageries and solstices are, are here now, but, I mean, there's still, like, a potential exotic quest out there floating around. There's, like, that little cat they found under the EAZ that figures right, into yep. something. You know, I mean, and then the uh, um, um, Aldrin's gazebo that they found. Mm-hmm. There's something to this. And um, so there I, is some other stuff I mean, that, that yeah. needs to be found. Mm-hmm. They basically, I mean, insinuated that there was more to come even now. And so if they have that much even now, hopefully, potentially, the way they make it sound, is with Shadowkeep, they're going to, you know, even with the the seasons coming out after it, I think they've got big plans for for content coming with this whole next year. Uh, definitely, definitely, they still got that character. You remember? So that so they got um, they also have uh annual passes. The, the annual pass, the seasonal pass that they're still doing, um, after Shadow Keep is out. And which is supposed to last us until, you know, I think, you know, Destiny 3, when that gear ready takes place. So, yeah, and then, they uh, even realized, too, they was talking about, too, you know, Destiny is filling up with a lot of space, and it's they know it's time to start um, really getting uh, Destiny 3 out there. But they not, I know they're not going to rush it. No, I don't think they will. And it gives them the freedom to say if they don't want to put Destiny 3 out when the new consoles launch next year, that, you know, they can say, okay, well, we're not going to launch until uh, six months after launch or or, in this, or next, even a year after that, right? They can just still keep adding. If they need to add three extra seasons, they can. If they need to add five, they can. If you're just buying on piece, piecemeal anyway, right? So exactly. they're giving themselves a nice flexible floor to like build off of and like i said it, it it it's a it's a good move still to me because it's like okay you know they they want to with shadow keep they want to make sure that it's good and also that'll take some heat off of them when you know all the other games it comes out in september uh borderlands 3 you know people will be playing that until you know Destiny Shadow keep coming out, which give them their own standalone look. Okay, this is our launch date, mm-hmm. and then people could say, "Oh yeah, let's uh, time for me to jump back to Sh- uh, Destiny," and everybody's flooding back instead of you know having that little complication of oh it's in September, the same month as uh, Borderlands, you know, not having that, they're they're going to actually be in a great place. When it comes to launch, it won't be smothered or anything like that. So I think that's going to be great going forward. So we do have a new roadmap uh, for Season of Opulence. And uh, there's going to be some little changes. Of course, we know Social Heroes is going to uh, last all the way until um, it, what it looks like. It's from sep- from August let me see. No, from July 30th all the way to August 27th, to be honest. I wish they would have extended it a little bit 
Yeah, instead they just uh, extended the moments of triumph to last until the yeah I, former launch of Shadow Keep. Yeah, I would understand the Solstice Heroes just a little bit. They might, I don't know. We'll see. But um, of course, we're getting a couple more Iron Banners. There's gonna be Iron Banner um, that starts, and um, it looks to be uh, eight twenty seven. Yeah. I think they, yeah, I think they changed it a little bit. They yeah, they got one good. on eight twenty-seven, and then they have another one two weeks later on nine seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and then they got one from seven thirty to uh, nine three. So September third is one. I think that's the. I don't think that's the. I think that's the last one though. Either I think that's the last one. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. I'm looking at the uh, roadmap now, and they have the. Day the solstice wraps and our banner launches, and then uh-huh. you have two weeks. Uh, and in those two weeks, you get the um, that new update that's coming out with all that exciting stuff in it. And then it says 917 and 924 is another iron banner. Okay, and then a week after that will be roughly a week after that, it'll be finally when Shadow Keep comes out. Yeah, and then we also got, like you were saying, the update 2.5. It says uh, 2.5.2.2, and that's going to be, that's going to start from August uh, 3rd all the way till um, September 10th. So that's going to be, on which the Triumph is going to be extended through uh, 9-17, September 17th, which is pretty, that's okay. Um, That's fine, because I'm still trying to finish mine up anyway, so um, that's going to actually be good. Okay, then the next one is Gambit Prime and uh, the Reckoning uh, weapon drop rates will be highly increased, which is cool. Yeah, I'm so, like, excited about that. I've been trying to get another spare rations forever, even the curated one that's not the yeah. you know, best roll on it, but it's still like, you know, I've banked more than 50 moats plenty of times in Gambit Prime, and that thing has not dropped for me. And I have one that's got uh, subsistence and range finder on it, which is which is all fine and all. I mean, that's fine for like PvP because you don't need like a butt ton of ammo in PvP most of the time. And being a primary, you always get it, but it's still not like the roles that I would want on it. And even though I use it in PvE right. sometimes, and it's a cool gun to use and I like it, it's still not the not the subsistence right now isn't in the best place for PvE content. Exactly, and I I really want I really want a curated role of that, and it's just like uh, you know it's hard for them to drop. And now that they're doing this, this is actually really good because now that gives more people a, a more people will jump into Gambit knowing that okay the drop rates are incre- increased. Let me go in there and try to see what I can roll. You know, so I think that's going to be actually that's actually good. I'm glad yeah, they're you- doing this. Yeah, when you roll that in with them tuning down the reckoning difficulty just a little bit, hopefully on that bridge. Yeah, um, that's my next one, and I'm good too. The it's reck- like well, one of the one of the triumphs, you know, is uh, is to play gambit with a full set of the armor on, and I've never bothered to go get a full set of armor because you know it's just too much of a pain in the butt to like go through that reckoning just to get the armor pieces that many times. You know, if you get one each time, you got to run it five times. 
So yeah, it's, it's like crazy. it's like I don't want to do that five times, but you can't. I can't. I'm not going to knock that triumph off until I get in there and get it. And I'd like to have it. So that's that's perfect. Make it slightly less hard and a little bit easier to obtain some weapons. Chef's kiss right there. Yes. Yeah, man. It, you know, to your point, like I I've been trying to get that arm. I think I got a. I think I got three pieces of it. I believe three pieces of it on my um. It's either on my warlock or my titan. No, it's, no, I think it's my hunter. I got three pieces of it, and it's just like, oh my goodness, I can't even do this this uh reckoning because the blueberries they're not acting right or the enemies are so tanky. It's hard to even try to even finish it. So for them to tune this, it's gonna yeah. be great. It's that stomp mechanic on the bridge, man. Yeah. So it is know. nuts, man. But I'm glad. Um, now more people probably are going to jump into um, Reckoning and actually do it for a chance now that they say, oh, it's told now. Let's all jump back in. I mean, honestly, I've played a lot of Prime, man, and I have, I mean, a handful of times ever seen anybody on my or the opposing team with a full set of, like, Prime armor on. Yeah. Because it'll yeah. stand out whenever I see it. I'll be like, oh, there's a glowing guy over there. You know, it's not something you really see all that often. At least I don't. Exactly. Me neither. I don't really see that. I just see people with regular stuff on go to Grammy Prime. It's like, that's sad because it's like, it, the reckoning is so hard. You just like, ah, I'm just not going to do it. And Eric, you, would, you would think you would start to see people who have those uh, armor sets on just knocking you out of the park with Gambit, but you don't see that. No, because you, really you love invading. You love invading in Prime, right? And yeah. how much would you like to just go there and invade with a full set of that red glowing gear on? Oh man, that'll be great. That 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 would be that would make my day. I'll be in Gambit all, every day doing it. Right, and I love peeling out as soon as I hear that Ford shut down. Or, I mean, the bank shut down. I love peeling uh-huh. out from whatever I'm doing and heading back to the bank to just take out the uh, the taken and whatever blockers are over there. You know, I'd love to do it with a full set on instead of just doing it with my... Well, I mean, I got the full second level set, but I'd love to do it with, like, full perks. Yeah. Time. Being that Reaper, being that... Um, uh, doing the infantry, you know, all of those set, this uh, century sets and stuff like that, and collectors... The collector will help too because you can do the uh, uh what is it protect the runner faster. Oh yeah. Instead of you know, oh you just now you got to you can collect fifteen and that's it. You know. Are you still going for that, by the way? Yes, I am. I still <laughs> want to get it. But and that leads me to one of my other ones uh, that they're going to be talking about too that they're going to be doing, which will give me more of a chance to get it faster. Um, so. There also is a uh, Braytech uh, schematics uh, won't have uh, it looks like they won't have uh, daily locks anymore. Which is yeah, interesting. That that's a problem I never actually ran into when I saw it. I was all like, huh, okay. I never yeah. really because I had like one gun left to do on that and uh, uh, the Winter Wolf or whichever one it was and I uh, went in and I had one of those little music box things and I went in and got it and I was like boop that was the one she gave me right then I was like well that was easy so I had no idea that this was even like an issue people were having 
I knew that the that the Osprey was an issue because it's an issue I'm having. I've probably ran that strange terrain like a hundred times by now, still haven't got it to drop. Mm. And it's like when me and a uh, B Dub and Kringleberry ran and we just power ran it the first when we first decided to go for that and the titles came up and we were in there, they both got it to drop in that first run we were doing and it never has dropped for me yet. So I'm like, hmm. I knew that was a problem, but I didn't know this was. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's crazy. It's definitely crazy. But yeah, it seems to be a problem. Now, I like this one right here. It says uh, Mountaintop and Wendigo Quest um, steps will be tuned. I'm becoming <laughs> more accessible. So I am happy for that. Because that's the last <laughs> weapon I need. <laughs> Should I be one of the guys that's like salty about this Wendigo thing? <laughs> yes. Since I actually went and had to go grind it out the hard way and it's like Mike, uh, come on but I mean that's cool for like for like a mountaintop I guess because that is super silly the the stuff you have to go through and I don't think that honestly I don't think that these pinnacle weapons should be something that any Tom, Dick and Harry can just go out and be like yeah I got it done over the weekend like it's no problem I think it should be somewhat of a problem to go get these they're pinnacle weapons it should be for the most dedicated players but that being said, to make it something that's just so far out of reach, which just yeah, I mean, the Wendigo, I don't think was like that far out of reach. It was just super time consuming. You just had to run strike after strike after strike using just fighting lions or whatever handheld grenade launcher you had and your power weapon and just keep getting the kills. You just had to keep doing that. But it wasn't detrimental to anybody else's gameplay that was running the strikes alongside of you if you were just solo queuing. It didn't really matter. It didn't hurt them. As long as you got good with a fighting lion, then you were good to go. It didn't hurt anybody. And with like Swarm of the Raven being such a beast, you're just melting bosses anyway. So whatever. But like that mountaintop in like PvP, oh man, I've looked at that a couple times. Like, what? Calculated trajectory. What are you trying to get me to do? It's like, uh, it's, it's, man, that thing is nuts to get. Yeah, it's, it's too much to do. Like, wait, that wait. and it, it messes up. It, it, it honestly, I think, kind of messes up a good, a good PvP match. If you got somebody in there, then there's no fault of theirs. They're just doing what Bungie's asked them to do. But just uh-huh. in there, just doing, or it puts you at a big disadvantage if you're playing the game, and then you're kind of hindering the rest of your team, kind of like trying to get the hush and gambit. It's like well, I'm going to go in here with this bow and just plink away at people everybody else are trying to win this game i'm over here like i got one i got one did y'all see that i only got 937 more to go hope you're ready and so it kind of it's one of those kind of quests that's just like what is that guy doing get over here we're trying to win this quit what no you can't one shot people with fighting line like okay never mind i guess i'll take care of it no i won't (laughs) facts facts and then the uh the multiple weeks of uh, Valor and Infamy increase. That's going to be good because now I can go into Gavin Prime and actually get to my uh, reset. Not only that, but then I'll be able to uh, I'll be able to to also get uh, my uh, what you call it, twenty one percent delirium that I that I've been trying to get. How many do you just have one reset left? Yeah, I'm all, yeah, I just need one reset. That's it. 
Yeah, that's not bad, especially with two weeks. That's super easy to do. Yeah, I'm almost there. I'm, I think I'm at um, Heroic something in Gambit. So oh, I'd say that if, if you've got, like, all the exotics that you want from this season, have you got them to drop yet? I've gotten um, I've gotten everything except for my Izidagi's Burden, my Lay Monarch, and my uh, uh, what you call it? The, the Truth. Those are the yeah. only three that I haven't gotten yet. Well, one of those. Oh yeah. Is, yeah. Well, one of those is raid. One of those is quest related, and the other two just drop. Well, mm-hmm. Law Monarchy got a quest, but they're not tied into Gambit, so it's like. If you've got, like, if you're not chasing powerful gear, you can stop doing the bounty that requires the eight gambit to turn in for Callus, and just don't mess yeah. with that one. And that way, just do those civic bounties and do the simple little regular gambit bounties if you're not playing prime and just hold on to all those that you can and don't cash them in until you hit that last ranking in gambit. Oh, okay. And then it'll give you like triple times what they're worth because that last ranking, you don't gain anything like you do on the way up, except unless you win, right? So if you're losing matches, you know, Gambit can go either way sometimes. And yeah. it's like if you just cash those in when you get to that very last level, dude, you'll fly through that in no time. Yeah, you're right about that. I've been trying to, I've been trying to do that. I was like, oh, let me get this grind on. Yeah, it's been it's been rough, but I, I definitely can get it um, done. I should be able to get it done before Shadow Keep come out. I got plenty of time now to get that done. Mm-hmm. That getting the win to go, getting the truth, getting those stuff, getting those things. Um, I I don't, I'll definitely have time to get those. It's just all about grinding out, but right now I'm trying to get this solstice done. Once I get this solstice done, I can relax and get the other stuff done that I need to get done and get my titles that I've been trying to grind for. So I think that's the I think this is the best time for everyone to try to get everything that they need done. Cause now you have a little bit more time. Yeah, I'm trying to convince myself to go on that grind here. When we wrap this up, I'll be uh all right, man. Go ahead. Go just run those strikes. I mean, and the funny thing is, I'm sitting here like whining about having to do five five more strikes to get this game <laughs> to a play, right? And I ran 75 strikes just to get that stinking oxygen SRL or whatever it's called, SLR, whatever it is. It's no, the like, SR3 thing. Yeah. yeah, to get that scout rifle. It's like I ran 75 flipping strikes to get that. And I'm sitting here like, oh, I don't want to do five. But having to do those 75 could be a big part of the reason I don't want to do this other five. Yeah, I did it. I did that. The SR3 nonchalantly, like I didn't even realize I was doing it. Like I had the quest. I picked up the quest when the season came out, but I just never like I never thought about it. And I was like, well, I actually got them done. Nah, that's the best way whenever you're doing something. For my um, my loaded question, I was doing that. And then it just all of a sudden it dropped and it said, you completed. Go claim it. I was like, what? That is funny that the loaded question is so much better than the oxygen is, and it took so much less to do. Yeah, it needs a buff, man. Oxygen needs a buff because it has a great perk on it. It's just it's not – scout rifles are just not good. 
And they don't have to be that way because when I was playing with B-Dub uh, last weekend and we were doing the, the Iron Banner stuff and he was going for his scout rifle kills and I was like, all right, man, well, I've got that level. I've got that done on this guy and I already got my full armor set. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to switch over to Mida and I'll help you out. And I was in there. No lie, I had like a 27 kill game with a Mida. Uh-huh. And I just showed you, well, here's a scout rifle. This scout rifle apparently slays. And uh, my oxygen can't do that? It's yeah. a tentacle weapon. Like tentacle weapons should be, no matter what state a certain gun type is in this game, if a weapon has tentacle attached to it, it should be just shy I mean, pinnacle weapons are basically exotic weapons. They have their own separate perks. They might have like one less like weird little intrinsic perk, I guess. But exactly. they are basically like right there. I mean, like that yeah. one ago, man, you get those six charged uh, explosive light shots on it, and it just wrecks things. Uh-huh. Better than some exotics weapon. do. And it's like, mm-hmm, okay. But then that scout rifle's like, plink, 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 plink. I'm like, I guess not. Yeah, I think pinnacles should be. They're they're just different. They're not legendary. They're those in between weapons, right? Because I mean, exotic and legendaries. I mean, look at the recluse, man. Nobody uses huckleberry. They use a recluse, exactly, because it's so good. And that that's just insane. It's just nuts. I get tired of looking at it on these YouTube videos. I watch. It's always just a, a recluse in their hands. And yeah, like, you kill, I'm shaking you my fist like use something else for once. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's um, it, man, I love using that weapon. I I can't even take that off. I cannot take that weapon off. I use that all the time. Yeah, that's one I still got to go get. And I saw somebody the other day. I was watching a video, and he was like, you know, he's like, I didn't play Iron Banner. He said he didn't like Iron Banner. And so he was like, you know what? While the sweat hogs are over here in Iron Banner right now, I'm going to slide over in the comp and go get yeah, these guns knocked out. And I was like, you know what? That was pretty sound logic. If I didn't love Iron Banner so much, and I know I'm an outlier on that because most people hate Iron Banner. And every time it pops up, I'm like, if I see it, I'm at work like doing a little dance. I'm like, Iron Banner's tonight. Iron Banner's tonight. It just <laughs> <laughs> and everybody hates it. And I don't understand like why so much, but it's like, what ifs? I think this next Iron Banner, I'm going to definitely, uh, I got the set for my Titan. That's finished. You know, I'm good. I'll play it some. I'm not going to go for the whole quest of my other two characters. It's not that big of a deal. And not to mention that armor is not going to be, that'd still be usable, but it's not going to be the 2.0. So you're going to, it's going to get left in the dust eventually anyway. Yeah. So I can't wait I love... to that, uh, Iron Banner Shadow Keep though. Yeah, man, I was just sitting here as we were looking at this twab, and I was scrolling through looking at that this new armor set they showed for the moon, and <laughs> I couldn't be more in love with something if I absolutely tried. I think this armor set, and some people have hated on the Warlock Astronaut set, but I absolutely think it's beautiful. <laughs> it is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. He's got an astronaut suit on, and he's got a little teeth hanging off of it, and the Titan's got this like weird little weird little uh little mask on and then that creepiest hunter mask i've ever seen in my life i'm like i would get all of these sets <laughs> yeah they're very unique they're very unique it's gonna be interesting to see what they what type of perks they got on them 
I don't know, but I can just imagine, especially that hunter mask. But I just I'm picturing any of these sets in that crucible red jack red jack shader. I'm like, mmm, mmm, man, can't look great. Yeah. Anyway, back to that. Yeah, it's super cool. A lot of people hate it, but whatever. You don't have to get it. You can just have whatever you got, boys. You can go run around in your tangled shore armor if you want your lantana sticking off of it. Have fun. The spider armor set. Hey, it's better than the spider armor set. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Every time I put I on that it. that stuff, I put it on my hunter. He's got these little antennas and shit sticking off all over him. I'm like, what in the world is that? I don't want to. What is? Especially, it only bothers me when I go to the tower because I can see it. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I don't want these antennas. What am I? I'm not receiving any extra signals here. What's going on? And then the helmet just. Ugh. No, it's all bad. It's all bad. I love this game, but sometimes their armor choices. I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> no. Especially you look back at the D1 sets, and you're like, what? No, give me that cool glowy stuff again, man. You guys are cool. You know how to design badass armor. Design badass armor. Do it. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh, what are you guys got going on? Getting a little funky up there in, uh, in Washington exactly. State, huh? All right, I'm cool with it. You know something, though? They need to bring back Age of Triumph again for this game. I hope they do it where they bring with it, and it might be a seasonal thing. We don't know though, but I hope they do it so that way they can bring back these old raids, the old raid, like the old, the Leviathan, bring it up a notch so that way, you know, and add a little things, add some, maybe some um, ornament armor sets for it. Uh, like we got for season this season armors, the glow set, put that in those raids. So yeah, something think, a little different. Mm-hmm. Bring, yeah, bring ornaments are definitely up. something that needs to needs to show up with a little more frequency, and even outside of Eververse. I mean, that's cool to get little glows. You got to spend eight bucks on your little glows. So by the time you get on three characters, you're out some cash, right? But that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. Whatever. But. It's like it's some in-game stuff for doing difficult things. Yes, definitely. I mean, because like I know a lot of people like solo it. I'm not hardcore enough to try to solo Shattered Throne, but I went and there with Dubs the other uh, last weekend. He was trying to finish out his like a uh, Chronicler title, and uh, we just went in there, messed around, and you know, almost we stopped short of the last boss fight because we had no point to do it because he had got his pieces, but we like two manned it most of the raid all the way up to the end. And I was like, mm-hmm. if we'd have just kept going and got to the end and finished it with a two man, you get something, you finish it solo by yourself, dude, you get something even cooler. They showed with that. Uh, I've never been a big, like caring about emblems guy too much, but that prismatic inferno one is like, dudes, more of that, please. Yes. Yes. I will do some bonkers activities and try some crazy stuff for some emblems that look like that. Exactly. Have you got a chance to get into um, the Heroic Menagerie t- uh, this week? Mm-mm. No, I saw it had attrition on it. And I was like, oh, Trust me, man. It's worth it. Getting that sword, man. Getting those uh, swords is worth it, man. Definitely. Again, that is a Nazi. Is a Nagi's catalyst is yeah, something, too. Yeah, that, too. I jumped in it, uh, I think it was earlier this weekend, man. It was it was fun, but whew, it was a lot of work. It was me and a Lord Chromatic Shift, man. We was we was holding it down, man. 
Yeah, yeah I saw it. We almost died too. At the end it was of nuts enough to where you posted a YouTube video about it. Yes, it, if you watch it, it was it was cool, man. It was cool. Yeah, I was gonna say there's probably a lot of people in the clan right now wondering where that heroic party is right now. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely about to jump in once uh we wrap it up. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna be jumping in on Destiny. See what we got to do. Hey, with that being said, I'll go ahead and bring up this next one right here. Is uh. This exciting news, because it ties into what we were just talking about, is as the season comes to a close, Menagerie Chess will become more rewarding as Callus sees fit. Yes. And I'm like, as Callus sees fit, what What does that even mean? Is that a, like a slight out right there? <laughs> just don't give me no tangle show. Uh, I think go with it. what uh, as Callus sees fit, uh, the way I'm going to interpret that right now is that instead of doing like a slightly shorter timer at the very end versus what they had before so you could just maybe drop like three you know chalices into it which i still think is probably the best option what they're going to do is they're going to tie it to the completion of certain objectives like completing each encounter fully without the timer running out type stuff and that's all good and all but that could also lead to a lot of people just quitting out if they don't you go through the first two or three and you're not getting the encounters completed you're going to see people like going back to orbit yeah and that's the only thing with that it's just like okay you know and it's for heroic I believe and it's just like uh, there are people that will quit especially when you have certain modifiers you're going in and you're getting tanked and a lot of people are like ah, I'm gonna get out of here because I can't do it or they're just rage quit and that causes problems because it's like you're trying to get the objective you're trying to do the triumphs and stuff like that so you can get it can be more rewarding to you and then people are just out there bailing and that just makes it tough I mean because you know I got like a I got like the outlaw rampage Ostringer right Love yes. that gun. It's the only one I ever use. It's the even in PvP, I use that one instead of the uh, Eye of the Storm Rangefinder one that I have, because uh-huh. it just feels crispier. But I rolled the one that I got intentionally. I rolled it with handling, but I would like to have an alternate version of that that has the range master work on it, right? But then yeah. I would like to have one that, if it rolls with it, I'm not sure if it does, but I would like to have one with say like rapid hit instead of outlaw on it or whatever. So there's all kinds of like little weird fine tunings you can do with all these weapons. And I think that the best solution for that is most definitely just shorten the timer and just let us run back and forth in and out of the rooms. Yeah. Just bring that, give us that back. You know, that was fine. Everybody loved that. You could go back into the rooms and keep farming, rolling you something that you want, you know, just give us that back. If they would have said, "Oh, we're gonna return back the um, the little thing," I would everybody would be happy with that. Oh, even uh, uh, Dubs was talking to me the other day about it, and he was like, "He's like, you know, they did all this and they changed it," and he's like, "And I got, and I agree with him. I also got most of the rain, most of the rolls on most of the menagerie weapons that I actually wanted or were close enough, right?" And. Yep. He was. I was thinking the same thing. He just said it out loud first. It's like, well, now that I've got all these, 
man, I might want to go in there and, and roll me something weird out of a, like a, like a, um, the fusion rifle or, or the twilight elf. Right. And it's like, you just want to roll in a thing of the pot. You start thinking about the other possibilities. Like, well, if I get an air tail, even though I can buy them from the gunsmith and, you know, maybe get one in here, I can go in and keep rolling air tails until I get like whichever one I want. And exactly. so they had this whole other table of all these other guns. Like I watched MTAS roll like 140 waking vigils. And it was like, nobody was concerned about any of those weapons when we were all trying to get like new menagerie weapons, new Austringers, new beloveds, new whatevers. Right. Yeah. Nobody and was so, worried about that. Right. But the twilight oath, man, and you as a sniper fan know this twilight oath is an excellent sniper rifle. Oh yeah, Definitely. And it's like, it's just those other, what would be class guns compared to the the new shiny things. It was like, we were all thinking about going in and doing that. And it's like, well, I'm not going to go in there and try to roll up a Twilight Oath just on one run for yeah, like exactly. one weapon, maybe two if the, if calluses fit when I get my little double, double <laughs> drop perk. So it's like, I hope that they do it with the clock, man, and not this like, all right, complete all the timers on all the things, especially since they fixed that little cheese with the grenade launchers on the gauntlet part. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. so everybody dies on that gauntlet part. I finally got good enough where I could complete it, but yeah, I, I love that cheese. So you can shoot the shoot the grenade launchers, and it just counters a hundred guys running in. No, that was amazing. Yeah, I'd be I like that. I'd be down there sometimes, like ready to start shooting, ready to start shooting Vex again or whoever, and it's like. Oh, what? I mean, I was standing there and everybody else is gone and I'm like, oh, oh, hey, we get to jump up the thing now? Oh, well, thank you, <laughs> grenade launcher cheese. I love that, man. I don't know why they patched it. It's like, no. Right, you know, because they have a vision. In fairness to them, it's their game. I don't make it. I just play it. They have a vision of what they want to do with it. Mm-hmm. And they try to go back to that vision, but sometimes there's just like a like an ex-girlfriend, you might be fond of her, but it didn't work for a reason. And sometimes there's just no going back. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big fact. Sometimes it's just not good for you to do. And then, like, what is this? Uh, like wondering what this community challenge thing is going to be. Yeah, I think I definitely was trying to contemplate what would the community challenge be. Will it be a triumph that we have to do? Will it be like I'm just trying to figure out what could it possibly be? It's kind of driving me crazy because they have it like all the all the main points they have through here they have underlined, and most of the time when you're looking at something online, if it's underlined and in bold type, you can you can like click on it because it's like a link to something. Mm-hmm. But but I'm poking at my tablet right now, and this it's not a link to anything. It's like give me a clue, give me a hint. Come on, I think they're gonna have more details on it next week. Yeah, of course they are. Next week. Can't wait for next week. This yeah, weekend is man, now. I want to know. <laughs> I want all this information now. I just want to know. <laughs> it's just so nerve-wracking trying to just like, I'm ready. I'm ready for Shadowkeep. I'm ready to, to, to get in there and grind. You know, you just like two more weeks at it. I'm just ready. Yeah, man, and it's like once I realized too that uh, this is a little off the topic of what we're talking about, but 
that prismatic inferno shader man can we talk about this for a second can we talk about like the heartbreak yes. that i experienced i looked back on the heat maps and saw that i for whatever dumbass reason and i can't say what me back then was even thinking i didn't play as much pvp back then as i do now right i was a little scared of it i was a frightened little little blueberry but uh <laughs> Yeah, I looked at the heat map, and the days that that was going on, I was playing the game. I was doing, like, uh, story missions and doing whatever, but I didn't bother to even jump into Crucible for five minutes just to look at all the laser beams flying around. <laughs> and I did not get my cool little Melty Skull emblem. And oh, uh, If I was a more I motivated think. person, I'm more motivated now, but luckily I'm not motivated enough to... Uh, get in my car and drive down to this big ass river. That's about uh, three fourths of a mile away from my apartment, climb up on that uh, walking bridge and jump into the river. Cause I was too stupid <laughs> to <laughs> go into laser tag weekend. I was hoping so hard. I was at work. I was refreshing it. I was trying everything. It's like, I know I had to do it. I had to go in there and just see what it was about. Right? Cause now, now I would do it like no problem. But back then I was like, Oh no! I mean, man. you said sat up the head, just like no, 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 man. So now I'm just like, well, was there any other weird stuff that went on that that you guys could give me a cool emblem for? It's so like, is there some way to to hack the system and I could go in there into their database and and just change it? Do I know any good hackers? I know a couple of hackers. So uh, shout out <laughs> if anybody in the clan needs a. Uh, He's that prismatic. Even if you weren't playing the game, then I know a really good hacker lives somewhere in Ohio. We can, uh, we might be able to make something happen. <laughs> he's somewhere. Oh, I know oh, where man, he is. He's hanging out with his wiener dogs. I can't either because I remember being aware of it going on when it was happening. It was like uh -huh. I remember I went to Zor and I got the damn gun, and I didn't even bother to go. Into the crucible, but you know Man. something? They didn't give it to me, and I went in there when when it was laser beam. Laser yeah, I saw um, I saw a couple people on um, Twitter that were talking about that. So uh, I think Damage or Cosmo said that uh, if that's the case, then you need to contact uh, help at Bungie, and yeah, they I'm should a, be able I'm to like, hook it up. I was there. Because well, I figured you were when I saw that you were on and you had the Lord of Wolves emblem on, but you didn't have that one. I was like, nah, I know he was in there. And if he'd have got that emblem to drop at the Postmaster, he'd be wearing it right now and said that Lord I of Wolves. I literally remember that day. It was so overpowered. Like, I went to Crucible, bam, I got smacked. I'm like, yo, this thing is overpowered. I remember. I was in there. And that's when I was running my Titan Heavy. Yeah, I would definitely. And then uh, go look on the uh, the heat maps thing just to double check and be sure because I know you were, but just so you have proof, you need to screenshot it and send it to them or something. Like, no, here, here I was. Because I, I remember being there. I was there when that happened. Yeah, it was that and the colony was overpowered. I bet you were just like heartbroken when you went to the postmaster and only saw that one set in there. Then, especially if you yeah, were was, certain. I'm like, what? Come on, now I was in the laser tag one. I was burned up about that, man. 
I said, I remember being there. I was there when it happened. I jumped into Crucible, because I would jump into Crucible and do PvE. Right. Yeah. I used to troll people with War Club Coyo back in the day, and now it came back and haunted me when Forsaken came out. (laughs) I was like, I don't remember many people using War Club Coyo until now. Uh, like that one jerk that we were in that Crucible match with a few weeks ago. He kept camping by the power ammo and using his ward clip every time he got a chance. Yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts. He, he it was crazy. How he, he just kept camping. And it's just like, come on, man. Use something else. Don't just what? stay there and camp. That's okay, because I got news for that guy, Pete. Because uh, earlier this morning, right, what time is it now? 6.30? That's about yeah. right. Earlier this morning, I ran out before it got really hot, because I don't know about you guys over there in the Carolinas, but out here in Kentucky, we are back to our heat wave bullshit. And uh, so I know it hits us a little bit before it hits you guys, but it's hot outside right now. And so I got out early this morning before it all hit, went ahead and went to Target, picked myself up a couple of $5 bottles of wine. I have one of them down now. I have another one in the fridge waiting, and I have a whole lot of hurting waiting for this guy with his war clip coil because Dragon Crucible <laughs> it's going down. Hey, it's going down, man. It's going down. Man, I, I made a couple guys mad because I sniped them out of their golden guns when they were trying oh. to kill me. They were they were aiming at me the entire time. Oh, <laughs> talking about things that you do like that. And clips that you wish you would remember to save. And Doug told me to save it at the time, but I didn't. Uh, we came into Equinox and the invisibility bug hit, right? And so yeah. everybody, oh. every single person in the game, both teams, was invisible. And I came running around Equinox to the other spawn. I don't remember if it was A or C. We'll say it was C. I came running around to C. Is the part where you the the one on the far side. So you go underneath the bridge, right? And you go down in there. And it was uh this other guy went running past me and I just barely saw his little I saw his gamer tag little icon going past me. And I was like, Oh, I guess he saw me at the same time. And he popped his super. And so I was playing my Titan, he was playing his Titan. So the only thing that spawned in the match that you could see was his big purple shield. (laughs) And we proceeded to stand there. And punch one another, right? He was in mm-hmm. his super. I was not in my super. And somehow I killed the guy out of his super by punching him to death. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I was hating that bug. We were all complaining and, and bitching and moaning about it. Until yeah, that, that moment until up. that moment happened. And I was all like, you know what? It's cool. This invisibility bug. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I proceeded to hate it again as we got pub stomped through the rest of the match. But I was trying, that was the thing I was, I was trying to, when I told you I started sniping, that was the match I decided to be like, all right, man, I'm going to, I'm going to try to snipe now. He says it's awesome. So I'm going to give it a shot. Right. Pulled out my two best sniper rifles. <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried to snipe invisible players running around. <laughs> yes. It's hard to do. It's really hard to do. You can't see the little crosshair. Nah, but, uh, you know, word of advice to anybody out there, if it hits, you could definitely punch them to death. Yes, definitely, definitely. And that's a hard map, map to see people on, too, because of the lighting. That's the only one that, uh, when I 
when I got that uh, gift of the nine shader and I made all my characters look like a uh, bright, shiny white stormtroopers. <laughs> I was like, why am I getting killed so much? And I finally remembered, I uh, thought about that, like on the rest of these maps, I am this, this shining white beacon of shoot me running around, right? I'm not blending into anything. I'm just like standing out from everything. But you go into that map, go into that map, you blend into everything. And I was like, how did yeah. I get 27 kills on Equinox? And I was like, oh, because nobody can tell me from the wall behind me. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't tell who you are, so they're just like, "Wait, what's going on?" But I got that. Uh, I got that silver shader from Iron Banner. Oh yeah, man, that thing is sick. Oh, that is yeah, so. Yeah, I like that. I'm a huge uh, Battlestar Galactica fan, right? And the fact that I can run around as a Titan with my um, with my insurmountable skull fort on and just looking yeah. like a Cylon. Oh man. <laughs> Game over. Now I have a reason to play this game until Shadow Keeps. I can run around looking like a Cylon. See? There you go. See, you find something interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. so, yeah, they they got a lot of good shaders. Um, Iron Banner always have pretty good shaders uh, that you can choose from. I really like. I'm like, you know what? This actually looks really dope. So I gotta have that. Yeah, I haven't got uh, that Red Jack one that I talked about earlier, man. That one looks tight. But yeah. I have to do like I have six of the seven season seven challenges done for it, mm-hmm. and I'm like trying to think like what does it take to do the challenge? Do you just have to do your weeklies on one character, or do you have to do your weekly on all characters? Like what is the criteria? I think it's just weekly on one character, and then it, it should open up for everybody. Yeah, I hope so, because I think tonight that's going to be my primary goal, because I really want that red jack. That looks cool. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Trust me. It only makes me mad that when you can see it, and when you're previewing a shader, it puts the shader on your exotic gun as well. Like the bad juju. Looks sick. Mm. If you could put it, if you, that's what they should have had added. Why can't you put shaders on your exotic? You can put your shaders on exotic armor. Why can't it be on exotic guns too? Because they don't sell ornaments for exotic armor as much as they do exotic guns. I would say. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I guess you know. But I mean, it still shouldn't matter because what is it? The hazard of the cast, right? You get that. Uh, you get the ornament for it, mm-hmm. and you put a. I don't remember what shader I put on. I was like, uh, might have been New Age Black Armory, but I put that shader on, and it totally changed that ornament. It was like night and day, man. That ornament looked sick. I was yeah. like, wow, look at that. And I would just put it on and run around so I could see it when I was running around the tower. I don't even like Hazard of the Cast that much, to be honest. And I was In like, fact, mm. yeah, I, love all, I love all my Hazard of the Cast uh, ornaments that I put on. They're just beautiful, especially I the think black it- it hurts because Hazard of the Cast just looks like because basically the breakneck looks like a hazard with some extra stuff wrapped around it. Yeah. And so when I'm using the hazard, it puts me in the mind of the breakneck, and I'm like, this isn't as cool as the breakneck. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's a beautiful gun, man. But the, the thing is, it's like okay, you got um, certain guns, certain legendaries that got ornaments. It's like, why don't you just do exotics? I mean, they they also have to shade a little slot. Yeah, the- dude. That. That Wendigo ornament. Yeah, no, nobody buy that. That Wendigo ornament is horrible. Don't buy it. Looks fine. 
you can't even tell that it changes the the weapon at all. I was so disappointed. <laughs> Bungie, I would like my four hundred silver back so that I can spend it on something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 that's in the bushes right there, man. That, <laughs> oh, it's uh, so far in the bushes. Those bushes yeah. ain't even been trimmed in in years. Those bushes that I threw it in <laughs> are so bad. <laughs> facts, facts. Now, for anybody who isn't on this, isn't on the Best Buy hustle, you guys need to get into it because uh, Best Buy, you, what you do is if you haven't gotten a certain, if you're getting controllers, if you're trying to get a PC, if you're trying to wait for the next gen console to come out, or you're trying to get a Nintendo Switch, go to Best Buy. Get it. Get whatever you're trying to get. Also put those up. Put a warranty on it, because that way, if something breaks or or anything messed up, and get your give you another one, to give you another one. I remember one of the guys on the Iron Lords podcast was talking about this. It's five hundred. It's it's a five thousand dollar PC. He went there, and they were saying they gave five thousand dollars to go and get him another. And he was like, man, the hustle is real. And I can attest to that too, man. It's it's real. It's real good, man. That's about treat you really well, especially when you got your warranty. So you definitely guys need to go check it out. If you're trying to get a computer, you're trying to get or Xbox, whatever you're trying to get. Definitely man. check it out. Man, you got me. So mm-hmm. excited for a second. I was like, what, just we get a new sponsorship? That know about? We're partnering with Best Buy now? What in the world? <laughs> Cross save is coming up here in just a few weeks, and I'm gonna go get a right. game of PC then. But now I think that no, we didn't we didn't get a sponsorship. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that is some good advice. Mm-hmm. Definitely check that out. Especially because cross save is coming up. You definitely want if you were trying to get Google Stadia, you know, if you're trying to get a good uh, tablet or whatever you're trying to get, definitely go to Best Buy and get get you one of those warranties. Because, man, I'm telling you, you're going to be just fine. If something breaks, you're already safe. And on top of that, just support your brick-and-mortar retailers because it's cool just to be able to leave the house every once in a while and go somewhere and buy something and look at something and get, like, some service like that because I don't know, but I don't really feel like getting something from Amazon, not liking or being satisfied or something being broke and then having to throw it back in a box, put it either back on the porch or go back to the post office and have to deal with that whole like waiting time and all this stuff that you have to go through. It's much easier just to throw it in the bag, run it back to the store and get whatever you need back out of it. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's the best thing ever. Those guys always treat you so well. Great customer service. And, the, you know, they're, they're always willing to go ahead and give you what you need. And that's like, uh, man, they're, they're great, man. I'm telling you, they're great. Great service. You know, And it's instant. It's the minute you break something, you got that warranty, go straight to the store, the Best Buy store, and tell them your problem. They already got you covered for the next one. So, uh, what size check should I be expecting in the mail for that? For the next little <laughs> It depends on what you get. <laughs> what you Stop telling you. 
when they announced that that cross save was launching early, I kicked into high gear of like, I've already been like visually rearranging my entire like apartment setup to put like a gaming rig in here. Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. time for that. You know, it's like get you a gaming setup. I mean, speaking of Best Buy, you can go and if you get like even the cheapest gaming setup that they have, it doesn't have to be Best Buy. It can be anywhere that sells PCs, but you find the 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 cheapest rig, and we'll go with Best Buy. The cheapest rig the Best Buy has runs Destiny no problem. Destiny is optimized so fluidly and so smoothly that exactly. it runs on. You could just, I could damn near run it on my laptop, and my laptop's years old at this point. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, we were talking about on the gaming uh, version of the podcast. We were talking about the Stadia and the sixty frames a second and the wide FOV on it and all that. And I was like, exactly. yeah, I might get into that. But when they asked cross save, I was like, you know what? My laptop's kind of old. I could actually use a good, good computer all the way around. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I will look into uh, getting a game of PC and actually checking out Destiny and it's in all of its potential glory. What we might be even looking at as a preview, because I'm never going to step away from PS4 Destiny or PS5 mm-hmm. Destiny. That'll, that'll always be. I'm going to say this right now, and sometime down the road, if I have to take this back, I'll take it back. But for right now, that's where our clan is. We can't count on the 100-plus people we have in our clan right now, everybody jumping over to PC, right? And I'm not going to turn my back on the clan just to go play at 60 frames a second. Sorry, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But if, if I can grab a PC and I sit there and feel like it and I feel like, you know what, I want to play it 60 smooth with a super FOV, I can jump on there and do some Crucible. I can do some stuff like that, right? Do whatever. Exactly. And to have the ability to, to do that for a little while and then somebody pop up on the clan chat and be like, hey, I need help with this mission doing this thing and then jump back over to PS4. Sure, I might notice a difference where it feels like, man, 30 frames a second feels slow, I guess. But it's that that's where the family is and that's where I'm going to stay. It's but, home. Man, but man, I sure do want to experience it and, and all the potential that it has, especially as a preview yes. for what the PS5 and Xbox whatever are going to be bringing to the table, or even Stadia for that matter. Exactly, exactly. And you're right. Like I said, man, I started when I started Destiny. It was on the PS3. You know, that's home. You know, I'm, I would never abandon the PS4. My clan, all the friends I've made on that. I can't abandon them. That's always home. But yes, I definitely will try um, playing on on the P the PC, the Xbox, all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And will I if I make enough friends on there? Would I make a clan, a standard clan? Yes, I would. I would make it a standard Lords of Divinity clan on on PC or a tablet, computer, whatever. You know just to give people that same experience, of course. But my home base will always be right here on the PS4, you know, with the original Lords and holding it down until the PS5, it'll still carry over. So Mm -hmm. that's never going away. The brand will never go anywhere. You know, we're we're always going to keep it real with it. But yes, definitely the 60 frames, I really want to see that. I really want to experience it myself as well. Because I know it's so cool, you know, to see that. 
you know, it's like when you're watching the videos of those guys playing and they're all playing on PC and it's like, wow, you're moving so fast. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. look at you go. How do you scream around that map like that? Yeah. And you can still put your um, computer, your, your um, controller and it's still playing 60 frames and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. hear a lot of those guys say it's like, you're fine. You just, the only thing you don't have on the controller that you have on the mouse is the 180 turnaround. Really? Yeah, I mean, you're more, ag- you're more accurate with it, but with aim assist, they're like, it doesn't make that big of a difference. That's that quick, like, bam, going backwards the other way so fast without having to, like, manually rotate your character in a circle. Exactly. But other than that, shoot, I, I'm still going to play, you know, if I want to go in Worlds first and do that raid, I'll definitely do that on, P- uh, on uh, PC, you know, just so I can catch up with the guys, but, you know. Well, it's just a weird be, thing. Because I've seen Mesa, he's already getting his setup for PC as well, but he said he's still going to be uh, PS4 maining, but, yeah. but he wants to try that PC play, play gameplay too. So That's that is the uh, power of Destiny right there, is that I have sworn all these years that I am a couch-setting, TV-watching console gamer. I love my consoles. I want to sit on my couch. I want to drink a beer. I want to kick back. I want to play these games with my feet kicked up, right? That's right. But but Destiny has got me to the point where I'm all like, you know what? I want to try out this PC stuff. I want to check it out. I want to do it. And uh, there's been no other game that's came out that's made me even give two shits about that, except for this one. Yeah. And, we, and just seeing it, it's like paying out. It's time for me to get a gaming setup room. At least have my room game set up like so that we have it have a desk, have the, the PC monitors, have my uh flat screen monitors, I mean just having the whole setup, having a game <laughs> chair, all of that stuff. Right. It made me think about all of that stuff. Man, you're about to get me to jump up and go to GameStop and buy a knock wrist pop figure. <laughs> Yeah, and I I hate Nocris. I want everybody to know I hate Nocris because Nocris won't give me that flipping Osprey rocket launcher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know he's got a ton of them back there in his little cave that he comes out of. Got like boxes and boxes and boxes of them. Yeah, one. I want to be a wayfarer. Mm, Facts. Yeah, they got. They, uh, I seen. Um, GameStop was actually selling the uh, Titan Shield. Uh, the last time I was there for Destiny Two, I was like, I gotta get that shield. Was it like actually it. like life size shield? Yeah. Hot damn! I said I gotta buy that shield. Maybe I shouldn't have opened up that second bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Uber. Take me to GameStop. Has to get a Titan Shield. <laughs> Man, I, when I, I seen uh, the shit, I was like, it's only 20 bucks. I got to get it. I had to ask Dubs the other day. I was like, man, all this time we've been playing, I played a Warlock. But now all I play is a Titan. Am I a Titan main now? He was like, yeah. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah, <laughs> so, see, you've been playing. You're Titan, man. You've been doing it. You've been doing it up with the Titan. I'm a Titan main, man. That's what it is. I'm a, I don't want to be a former Warlock. But since I keep all three characters at the max light level, I guess I'm all three. But man, I sure do love my Titans. Yeah. Hey, look, I've been playing. I played Titan. Titan was my first character in Destiny One. 
and I played Titan all the way up into Destiny 2, uh, all the way to Forsake uh, uh, Osiris. I think when I started to switch to my Hunter, because I had my Hunter, but I never used it. And then I started, War Miners, when I started to use my Hunter and really start to actually work on my Hunter. No, I was I actually post for uh, Osiris. Post Osiris, I started to uh, use, I started building my Hunter up. And I then once know, I man. built my Hunter up, you know, I just started using him like all the way through. And well, then, I think that uh, we have like a, a Tefty Tef situation here. Shout out to DCP. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't know, but when I was thinking about, I was telling you about doing that uh, bad juju painting, right? And I was thinking about the different guys, the people that I play with the most, and like doing a version of that with each person's character, like behind the bad juju. Yeah. It, uh, it, it wasn't a hunter that, uh, that I was going to put behind your character there, P. I was. Uh, I was picturing a crown of tempests, ooh, and a little uh, little warlock action. Because whenever I play with you, all I see you play is, uh, is warlock. Who me? Uh huh. You are always in there <laughs> warlocking. I think we might have to. I don't know where the the wiki entry is on that, but I might have to go in and re-edit that a little bit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look! I've I've been playing. I've been rocking my hunter as all as always. I've been doing him too, especially with this solstice years. I've been on my hunter hard, man. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody, uh, uh, follow the podcast on Twitter, and we're gonna start keeping a, a tally. I'm gonna stop actively grinding my solstice set, and I'm just gonna start actively keeping tabs on what character P is playing at any given time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jump in with my tight you could be like oh he changing up uh, uh, we... I, I guess at that point I'll have to play my warlock because mm-hmm. I've been playing with my uh, I've been playing with my hunter uh, a lot lately I've been definitely playing with my hunter a lot uh, you know getting him up you, you want to know what's funny I didn't I didn't make a warlock until uh, post uh I mean, post war mine. That's when I made a warlock, and I literally grinded a lot of crucible just to get this level up super substantially. And then I then I did the whole campaign, red war campaign, and all of that stuff, war mine, and all that. Yeah, there is not. I don't care what anybody says. There is not a bad class in this game. People it's get really titans not. grief, but I mean, when we played that heroic menagerie that time, that bubble shield saved our asses. It really did, man. It really did. And I have watched when I played Gambit, I jumped in with a bunch of blueberries the other day, and that melting point literally saved the match for us. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of utility in a Titan that people people Titans give them a lot strong, of grief, man. Especially in Crucible, I've seen. I mean, the Titans are just wrecking. So there's not a bad. Not a bad class in that game. Play what you like. Play them all. Play every damn one of them. Me too. I love all. I love all of them, man. I love. I found a love for all. Back then, I used to be just. Oh, I'm just a tight man. I. I don't care. All the other ones are in the bushes. That's. A, I mean, I used to be that guy. But then, uh, uh it made me realize the Destiny Two is how cool all of them are. Well, even people give uh like a uh, uh, Mobius quiver crap, right? Bottom tree uh-huh. uh void hunter. 
And so we were playing Gambit one day, and uh, I was like telling Dubs, I was like, hey, man, um, you do the tether, and then I'm going to run Bottom Tree. And when you tether the Primeval, I'm going to start using the Mobius Quiver on him because it does extra damage whenever to tethered enemies, right? Yeah. And, dude, we were rocking that thing. And I was like, but, but people never, they're like, Mobius Quiver sucks. I'm like, well, yeah, by itself, yeah, it probably ain't all that great. But when you combine it, with another character shooting a tether, and then you start shooting the Mobius Quiver at that, and you don't have to worry about tethering them yourself. Man, exactly. It's amazing. It's a, it blew my mind, actually. I was like, wow, yeah, this is like so cool. It's how you do it. It really, and it really ends up with how you do it and how you implement it. Because you can actually do, you can actually do really well with that. It's just how you play with it. Man, so... Mm. Man, I love this game. I love this game. Yeah, man, I love, this game is, like I said, man, to me, this is one of the best games I've ever played, really, to be honest. I'm always on it. I don't play anything else except for Destiny, and it's crazy. And I got a lot of <laughs> other games that I like to play, too, but this one, it just, there's always something to do. There's always Can something we- to do. Something you need we to do. We do a whole other version of this podcast that's just about gaming in general, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then we jump in, and I, sometimes I feel bad for poor Sergio because it's like I'm always like, "Well, yeah, when I'm playing D two, <laughs> like, it's like I'm supposed to be talking about like something else right now." But I'm all like, "Well, I don't, yeah, that goes back to when I played D 2 mm-hmm. and so I've had to start well, actually like going back into like other video games and being like, "Okay, think about some other stuff." But I was gonna play a uh, Dragon Quest eleven earlier, right? That's what I was going to do this morning. I was like, I'm going to grind out some of this old school JRPG goodness right here because that's one of my favorite genres of all time. But no, I signed in and started playing Destiny. (laughs) Yeah, man. Destiny is just like, uh, it's just one of those things that you just got to get back on. You got to get back on. It's like, okay. And you can't beat anything, you can't beat everything in Destiny. It's just impossible to do. Because there's always something that's new that's going to come out next week or something like that. You got to grind for. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm here. I'm just going to keep on grinding. I'm keep doing what I got to do. You I know, think this guy. Yesterday I was uh I was at the laundromat right, uh-huh. and I was I was wearing this like band T-shirt, and this guy's like, "Hey, I like your T-shirt," and I was like, "Cool, man." And we started about some other stuff, and I was like, I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait to get out of here and go home and start playing some game." He's like, oh, you play games? I was like, yeah. He's like, what do you play? And first thing, and I could tell that this guy saw this conversation. I was going south real quick, right? <laughs> he was like, what do you play on? And I was like, PS4. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> if one more person on this earth that plays an Xbox sits there and looks at me as a PS4 player and says, I'm sorry, my answer is always the same. For what? It's uh, <laughs> uh, for for what? For God of War, Spider Man, Horizon, you know, so on and so forth. Fair. And uh, it's like, but he was like, "Well, what do you play? What do you what do you usually play?" And I said, "Uh, uh, I pretty much main Destiny too." And he goes, Ugh. "What?" And the what? look that I gave him, and I didn't even register probably at the time that I know 
internally, I was like, in my mind, commenting on him going, ugh, to that, right? But from the look on his face, I wish I could have seen it from an outside angle, but the look that was on my face, his expression, dude, changed. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, I've just stepped into a minefield. It's like, yeah, you did. I was like, and then he tried to talk me into play, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, you should really try out a, you know, I play a lot of Sea of Thieves. And I was like, right, I'm going to give up no Destiny <laughs> Sea of Thieves. I'm going to be like, P, are you steering the boat? No? Well, who the hell's steering the boat? Somebody's got to, uh, who's raising the mast? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Do I got to do all this by myself? What are you doing? Who is it? I don't want to play Sea of Thieves, man. I mean, I've heard it's come a long way. I've heard it's cool now compared to what it was, but you're still in the I, bushes. I don't want to load my musket every five minutes to like shoot something with a, a skeleton on a beach with a musket. I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. But he was one of those people that when I said I played D2, it was like, Ugh. And I'm looking yeah. like, what do you, what yeah. do you know about it? Look, and shout out to all the frauds that, that go out and try to slander Destiny. Let me tell you guys something. You cannot slander a game that has developed over time. The community is so rampant. Not only that, but a, you got a group of developers who's always willing to stick their neck out and to make sure that the game is the way that people wanted it, the way the game was meant to be. They're always improving it. We've never seen a community like Destiny before where people get burned and they still come back to this game. They get burned and then when Destiny, when Bungie's in the, their, their facing problems, they always jump back with something big. So for people to always come out here and say, Oh, Destiny, you're playing Destiny. Why are you playing that, that trash game? No, 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 Destiny is not a trash game. Destiny is one of the most beloved games, I think, almost of all time when it comes to looter shooters. And it used to be Borderlands. Borderlands used to be taken cake <laughs> Now, uh, that, that tide has turned. <laughs> it's the best demo, demo. Looter shooter game out here up today, and it keeps. <laughs> yeah. We're on a rant, my friend. I am ready to now. I am. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna jump on the game. I'm just gonna go out, and walk up down the street, and look at people, point out, say Destiny, and if they go, oh, I'm gonna slap them right in the mush. <laughs> so I am glad that we got that Best Buy sponsorship because I am gonna need some bail money tomorrow morning. You will be the one phone call that I get. <laughs> Facts, facts, because I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of frauds out there that even I used to watch this Angry Joe do, and I was I was in his comment, comment section one time, and and I noticed how he hasn't put out another Destiny, a Destiny <laughs> he's out here playing it. Now, because when Forsaken launched, he didn't say nothing. He didn't have nothing to say. But when when uh. out and all of those, that's when he was talking. And I said, it's funny how you how you're quiet on Destiny now, because you're out here playing it and having a good time. Yeah, it is just it is it is that good. I've got some friends that I have a feeling are gonna they played it through year one. They didn't really enjoy the experience that much after they beat the game. Once they beat it, they didn't really know 
what they were supposed to do. And I'm like, that's fair because at the end of year one in game, there really wasn't anything to do. You just really had to love either the loop, the 30 second loop, but just shooting things and just running around endlessly shooting things, or you had to really be in a crucible. And if you weren't a multiplayer kind of person, a PVP kind of person, I mean, and you just didn't really enjoy mindlessly shooting things. And I'll say that about myself. I thoroughly enjoy mindlessly shooting things. Uh, there wasn't really anything for anybody to do. It really wasn't. It really wasn't, you know, and and they seen that. And it was like, whew, man, that was dropping people left and right because it was like, well, what do we got to do? And when the minute certain things started coming out, new DLCs, and they started changing and implementing stuff, that's when people was like, okay, you know, okay, we're going to jump back into the game. And everything like that, especially when Destiny 2 launched. When Destiny 2 launched, there really wasn't no end game. You had the Leviathan raid, but that was just like, okay. That was that was that was okay. Leviathan raid was okay. It was cool to see. Um, but it was just like there was no end game. We beat the campaign, now what? We're just sitting here waiting. No, and I got some friends that are said that said to my face, it's like yeah, man, I'll jump back into the game. What is there to do now? And they've kind of lost, like, like touch with it. And it's like to be, like, a brand ambassador, I'm like, oh, yeah, man, especially when I'm able to go up to them now and be like, hey, man, uh, October 1 now, you can jump in. It's free to play. Just download it, and we could go in, and we can play some Gambit. We can play some Crucible. We can do whatever you want, man. We can do anything. Let's just exactly. play this game. Because I try to tell, I had a, a friend of mine that, that bought it, and he started playing it. But then he had the the whole climb to like level up to like where I was from the beginning of Red War, and that climb was just like too much for him to deal with. He wanted to jump in. He wanted to play like Apex Legends. He wanted to play like Blackout. He just wanted things he could jump into and just start playing. And he was not able to do that, and so I wasn't able to keep him interested in the game. But I was able to walk up to him the other day and be like, "Hey, man," told him about the whole like new light thing and all that stuff, and he was like, "Oh, all right, that's cool." And I'm bummed that I have to wait like another couple of weeks to to like get them into that. But exactly. just from the the small test sample that I've had, like right there, I cannot wait for this game to blow up into the beast. It's going to be on October first. I can't wait, man. And I'm telling you, people who still doubting about Destiny, you're out of your you're out of your fucking mind. You're out, and, you're out. You're and out. it's like. Uh, I think uh, and the last thing I'll say about that is what's D3. If you look at D1, same problems. Look at D2, same problems as D1. When year one came around, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to be doing here, right? And the content droughts and, and all that stuff. And now that they're away from Activision, I think that even when D3 launches and they blow up my vault and I have to re-earn all this stuff again, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not going to be like it was before because they don't have any corporate overlords looking at it, being like, "We got a time gate, all this stuff, so we can make as much money exactly. as possible, as slowly as possible." Exactly. I think with D three, I think from what they are learning and what they're doing, and especially, you know, especially if Shadow Shadow Keep is success a success like we think it is, and we know it's going to be when D three launches. It's going to be the best title you've ever seen in your entire life cycle of looking at and playing <laughs> Destiny. I'm, I'm biased. I told somebody. There's this uh, other cat that I work with, and 
here we, we were debating back and forth about video games and I was like he's like oh you play Destiny and I'm like dude it's the best game ever made and he's like oh, I don't know about that and I was like well you go back to playing Mario vs. Rabbids then you have fun with that that's cool <laughs> When you guys are trying to find, see, that's the thing about these guys that talk smack about uh, Destiny. When they're out there trying to find the next game to get interested in, we're always here in Destiny, grinding. There's always something to do, always engaging, always memorable moments. You know, while you guys are trying to find something to do, we always gaming. We're in there. We're always in it. We're always playing. We're always grinding for stuff. You know. No, and as far as like live service games go. Yeah, everybody's putting out these live service games. They're not working out. They're just like money hogs. They're just whatever. And I'm like, no, look at D2. D2's the first one. I th- I mean, you don't count World of Warcraft. Those are a whole other thing to me. Yeah, those are right? whole, whole different. Yeah, those are, those are different. I can't count those. And, but you look at like D2, man, and from D1 from it launched, Bungie created their own genre. Exactly. I mean, this was the evolution of a kid that loved every Halo. Halos would come out. I would play every Halo when it came out, and I would play it. I would Mm -hmm. play it at the base level, and then I would play it at Legendary, and I would play it all the way through, and I would beat the campaign on every difficulty setting they had. And I don't beat a lot of games, P. I I beat Halos. I beat Uncharted's. And I beat uh, Zelda's, right? Those are the only three genres that I've ever actually beat the game. Most of the time, it's like, all right, I get bored after a while, and I just never finish it. I'll put 80 hours into, like, an Assassin's Creed game like Odyssey, and then I'll just never finish it. I'll enjoy the time I had with it. I will have a lot of fun with it. I will recommend it to somebody without hesitation. But I'll never actually finish it myself. Yep. But... Halo was one of those games that I always finished, and then I finished again harder, and then I finished again even harder, and then I would jump into the PvP and play the living snot out of that. Mm-hmm. And to me, Destiny is just the evolution of what I always like. This is my dream. This is my Halo dream. Because once they stop making Halo after Reach, which by the way, everybody is my favorite Halo game. I love Reach. I love Reach. They. They, uh, you know, they gave us a three, four, three when Halo Four came out. It was like Halo Four was just um, I was like, it's cool, but there's just there's something missing. It's not the mm-hmm. same, right? They don't have and that then, Destiny that that bungee feel, right? And then I played Destiny One, and I was like, I fired my gun for the first time, shot a couple dudes, watched the fucking bad guys go jumping behind some rocks, and I was like, oh, oh, oh there it is. That's that the so feeling I'm looking out. for. So I Halo to me so these days has become like, like say uh, you got a favorite band, right? And you love that band. And yeah. then you go watch a cover band and they do a really good job of playing the songs that the original band wrote. And that's cool, man. That's cool. That's all right. But there ain't nothing like an original band. So Halo exactly. now is just a cover band of what Destiny exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. You nailed it on that one. And it really is, you know, it. Destiny, like like you were saying, it's really is a very, very good game. I mean, think about it. And I didn't get a chance to talk about this. You, Division two, it's declined on a lot of numbers. And now it's uh, it's it's uh, it's heading to um, where Anthem is at. 
you know, with, with his numbers because a lot of people have went to Destiny. A lot of people who play um, Division play Destiny, you know. Mm-hmm. They the minute a, a season come out, everybody's jumping back to Destiny. I'm telling you, and it, it, you can tell. You can tell. Now you can tell just in the clan, man. I mean, there for a while through uh, the, the Gambit season, which mm-hmm. I love because I'm a Gambit player. I love Gambit, but a lot of people don't. And even in our clan, you could see that the numbers were kind of low. There was a few of us that were playing nonstop because we were Destiny hardcores. You know, we just That's right. loved it. Just loved going, just shooting stuff wherever, whenever, for whatever reason. And yeah. then as soon as Opulence dropped, man, I could pull it up. I pulled it up right before we started this podcast, and there was there was probably 20 people on the clan playing. And yep. I'm like, and right before that, I scrolled through the clan thing and seen that there was like, uh, so-and-so was on eight months ago. So-and-so was on a year ago. So-and-so was on five months ago. And then I started scrolling through it, and I was hard-pressed to find a single name, even if I don't see these people playing because we play at different hours. Everybody does. Yeah, uh, scrolling through it and saying, I, I can't find somebody that hasn't been on in the last week. Everybody's on. And that's and that's the that's the part about it. It's like this game brings back everybody who has been dormant. They come back to the game every time they launch something new. It's always the same. Even when it's a quest, a new quest that people are jumping on just to get that gun. They find out about it. Oh, I got to get this. I got to get this. You see how many people came back for Outbreak Perfected? It was so many people jumped on for that. I mean, even even it's calmed down the last like week or two, but even over the last like, few weeks, there's been people that are like, need to do zero hour. Can I help? And I've jumped in and like played with so many people that were doing zero hour. And I'm like, wow, you guys haven't got this yet? And there's still people just catching up and coming back in and catching up and like, I need to do this. Somebody was on here the other day on the clan that was wanting to do the Thorn Quest. And I was like, Thorn uh-huh. Quest? Isn't that like from six months Call ago? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool, cool. All right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so amazing to see a lot of people just so giddy for the game. They're just like, man, I uh, I'm loving this. There's so much to do. Like Dar- like I was Dardiana, for example. You know, he used to play Destiny One and finally getting back in, getting his feet wet in Destiny Two. He had a lot to grind for and he just he just been grinding. He's been getting everything he needs to get and now he's up there with the big boys now. Yeah, that's the joy that this game actually brings to me because speaking of Dardiana himself, it's like shout out, Dar. We'll see you here in a little bit. Um that is like when he told me that story and I'm sitting there and I've done all this stuff, but he had just jumped into it and had so many like old quests that he wanted to do that they were almost, I had done them so long ago that they were kind of fresh to me. And I was like, well, what is that one? He's like, I don't know. I have all this like yellow stuff here and I don't know what most of it is. And he would go through it and he would tell me, I was like, Oh no, that's a uh, malfeasance or that's this or that's that. Right. And then we were able to go through and like just knock out his quests. And I was having just as much fun knocking out those quests for him as I did myself, like the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 like, I mean, I don't care. People made fun of it, but Deej had a point where he was like, when he called the end game, the friend game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I played this game solo P for like a year, just basically by myself. And then I talked Dubs into into buying it and playing, it, and he fell in love with it. So then me and him started playing it together. And then you put out that thing on Guardian Radio, and we ended up sending you the quest and joining the clan. Then and now, dude, I have so many people to play with, and so many like friends that I've made off this game just from being in not as even this clan, but just from being in a clan. Yep. Yeah. And and that's that I mean, I'm telling you, I get I get uh messages from people in the clan that said thank you so much for getting me in this clan and being able to give me a chance to join the clan. I've never been in this clan a clan that was so good and so positive. You know, I get messages like that, man. It it, it warms my heart to see that because it's like that's what I really wanted for everybody. I wanted everybody to see what I see. And be able to feel the same passion that I feel for the game and for people. You know, I love to help people. I love to inspire people to be the best version of themselves, whether it's in gaming, whether it's just in the open world. And I wanted to build that, a clan like that to have that same ideal, you know, for people who, because in this, you know, in the game, in this gaming community, there's a lot of people who go through a lot of stuff. Um, whether this depression and getting bullied and stuff like that they're going through in their everyday life and to have people that can impact them in a positive way I mean it it brings it brings joy to my heart when I see stuff like that when I'm able to help a lot of people because there was some people that had depression in my clan that um that has felt better they made friends you know in the clan and doing a lot better with their depression. They're feeling happy. They're happy to be here. And it's it's such a wonderful thing to be able to help people and to yeah, really It's amazing. Them. It's amazing really because a lot of gamers by nature are like are like more introverted, more isolationist, you know. We play games to escape from all the crap that we have to deal with outside when we leave to go to work or go to school or whatever. And right. you you come home and you want to get that stress relief from just shooting things for a while and doing it by yourself can, can, can work out fine for a little bit, but eventually when you find that you can join like a clan and you can get with some other people and actually talk and have fun and just, even if you're not giving them like life advice the whole time, they're just sitting there and they're having a positive communication with another person. That's right. Or with That's multiple right. other people. And it just, in general, it just lifts the spirits and just raises the mindset up and, I don't think it, I, I've never found that in a Call of Duty lobby, to be honest with you. Never, never. All I found was a lot of toxic people and trolls, you know. That's why I said, that's why I said this gaming community, and I even noticed that too with the Nintendo community. You know, they're very, they're very positive people, very cool people, you know, just love the games, you know. And, yeah, well, if Nintendo could maybe not like make me input. A sixteen-digit like friend code in when I want to meet new people. <laughs> that would go a long way. The social security number. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. But uh, I mean, just being able to have wonderful moments with people in Destiny is just crazy, man. The community is crazy. They, they, you can see that they love, uh, they love this game. I mean, how packed um, Guardian Com was. Seeing that, you know, a lot of 
is this game is so wild. It's so big. People try to think about it because they don't know the experience. They never got a chance to feel the experience or they're afraid of the experience. You know, they're afraid of, oh, once I play this game, I might get hooked. Yeah, and it's not about, like, and that brings a good point. I think I'll take that tack when I talk to people about it from now on, too. It's, like, it's not about, like, the end goal of what, like, what weapon I'm getting or whatever. It's the journey you take with the people you're playing with. Mm-hmm. And it's just hanging out, you know? I mean, we started playing the game together, right? And now we're yep. sitting here talking on a podcast together. It's just a constant evolution of the people that you meet and the people that you hang out with and making connections and making relationships in like real life outside of even this game. And, exactly. you know, it's, I want to take everybody I know and just wrap them up in a big ball, stick them in my back pocket and take them with me to guardian con next year. Exactly. That, and, and that it's, it's so wonderful, you know, evolution, especially just not only just in the community wise, but the evolution in the in our community, uh, the lords, you know, how people have grown and evolved over time, you know, staying and sticking with this clan. You know, I've had I'm telling you, this clan, when I first started out with the with, with the lords at first, it was called the Knights of Infinity. And uh, I had to change, I had to make a change to that clan because there was a lot of, I had got people in that weren't uh, just weren't good, and it, this clan suffered a lot. And once post, I, I would say post war mine, post war mine, I had to make a change. Um, I was like, you know, it's time for a change. It's time for a new branding, a new brand of this clan. It's still gonna be the clan, but it's gonna be different. I'm gonna shape it different. I'm gonna do right. better as a leader this time. And when post forsaken came. When we started to hear about Forsaken and all that stuff, a lot of people started to jump in. And uh, I was like, it's time for me to get some more people and be cautious of certain people that I bring into the clan and make sure that people are following the goals. And uh, Omega Omega and Cook and all them can remember this. Um, and they remember how it used to be. And, uh, to, to experience coming into Forsaken and getting so many great people, I mean, all at one time, it just really, the clan blew up. Not only the clan blew up, but it was so many good people, so many positive people. All right, and I think that the sign of a of a good clan too, man, is uh, in a good community, a good like family on this game, is the fact that um, I'm going to give a shout out to Lord Omega right now, is that even though he made a decision a couple weeks ago that he wanted to help out some friends and family members and started playing with them and help them through the game. That is just an extension in my mind of this clan. That's right. That's I right. mean, he might be, when you pull up his gamer tag, it might say some other different or his PlayStation ID. Thank you. It might say like a, a different clan, right? Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, and I told him as much in the clan chat, it was like, dude, fire teams ain't clan specific, and you're always going to be a lord no matter what. Always. He's always going to be a lord. It, it it don't matter. He's And he made the right decision to do that. Because I know knowing Omega, we'd have been through thick and thin, you know, with Omega, and he he has that heart, you know. 
he knows, you know, what, how the philosophy of being a Lord really is. And he can share that with, with his family members and, and everybody that he knows, show him that same, that same kindness, that same passion um, that he, cause he, he was saying too, he used to play this game alone by himself. And uh, he said, the minute I asked him to join a clan and he said, it changed him, man. He used to be a lone wolf and, this whole clan thing changed him. He made so many friends, like he was saying, he made so many friends, so many wonderful moments and everything like that. And it, it just changed it for the better. Well, yeah, yeah like, I absolutely love it, man. Because we have these little groups that we play with and we all play with each other. Like I'll play with, with Dubs a lot, right? I'll play with you. I'll play with Core quite a bit, right? And Dardiana quite a bit, a few other people. And then you see like the other people in the clan, and when there's 100 plus people in a clan, you can't play with everybody all the time. Everybody has their little cliques and groups within the thing, right? But it never feels, it never feels divided. It always feels like at any minute, any any minute, anybody can jump into anybody else's game, and we'll just be like, "Hey, what's up, dude? All right, let's go do this." Yeah, it's 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 so amazing how how the how just we trans we transform. It's so crazy how that is you know just for us to be able to expand the clan and just just having so many wonderful people wonderful people here uh, that i think that's the best thing for this clan you know and this community i'm uh, just love it man it's the passion is always going to be there for me i ride it out all the way up until they finish it they end the whole thing you know but and i'll and, play whatever they come with next that's right. I'll I'll be right there, you know. So you know, I just wanted this that that sentiment. I just wanted to really tell the community and just let people know how passionate we are of this game and how supportive we are of this game. And you know, for any lords out there, especially you're dealing with something, you know, and for all the new people, we're here. You know, you're a lord. This is home to you. We're always going to be. I always called. All my lords, my family. They're we're all family. At the end of the day, we transcend beyond just a friendship. You know, we care about each other. We want the best for each other. We always ready, we're always brothers in arms to to help you help you with anything. And that's that's what we're about. That's what the lords are about. You know, that's that's our motto. Man, we got into the lords thing, but that's what that. Destiny community, man, is all about. That's right. That's Any right. community can come together and raise $4 million for something like St. Jude's over the course of a weekend is just like mind-blowing. I don't see anybody else doing that. I see no That's, one else doing that. I don't. And I always get people with that when they try to make an argument about Destiny. I said they've raised more money than you could ever put up, you know, helping children, you know, all across to and helping sick kids. I haven't seen a community do that. I haven't seen a community raise. I haven't seen the Call of Duty community raise or Apex community raise money to help children, you know, take a stand for for people, gamers that might have got killed for, you know, in a tournament. I the only person the only people I've seen do that was uh Destiny, taking a knee, always always supporting. You know, that's wonderful, man. And that's a wonderful thing. You always get blessed for doing something like that. And for having mm-hmm. the communities, not only you're having your content creators, 
you know, making events to help children. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that from any of the community. Except from Destiny and Bungie. Well, I gotta say, this is a remarkable transition. We went from uh, yes. <laughs> going on a nice big rant there for a while into like a big old love fest. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just a passion, man. You know, the, the passion. power of Bungie. It's the power of Bungie, man. I haven't seen nothing like it. Haven't seen nothing like But that is all we got for today, man. We're going to have a. We're gonna have wonderful topics. Uh, I know I've sent you some of those topics that we had for for Sunday. It's gonna be nuts, man. There's a lot of things going on, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, "Wow, this is this is nuts." Yeah, it's too bad. I'm gonna just get on and play D two for the rest of the night. Huh? <laughs> just go go play something else for a second. No, never, never, never. <laughs> But yeah, it's gonna be we go we got Sergio's coming back too on Sunday, so it's gonna be we're gonna we gonna have fun with that. All right, well I'll preempt you right there with the any last thoughts kind of thing because this is gonna any be last- Sergio specific. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this, Sergio, before tomorrow, I would like to formally issue an apology for slightly slagging Xbox earlier. I have nothing against Xbox. Xbox perfectly fine. I would let her play me some Forza Horizon about right now. That would be great. <laughs> uh, much love, Sergio, man. Nothing personal. There you go. There you go. We love you, Sergio. We can't wait to see you back on Sunday. We're going we're gonna to have a blast, man. <laughs> and that is all, guys. And we are out. <laughs>